Uh, Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar, once considered the front runner to be Joe Biden's pick, the vice president, appeared on the last word with Lawrence O'Donnell Thursday night when she informed the nation that she not only withdrew her name for consideration, but revealed while doing so, she urged Biden to choose a woman of color as his running mate. This is a historic moment, and America must seize on this moment, Klobuchar said. I, 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 and I truly believe, as I actually told the vice president last night when I called him, that I think this is the moment to put a woman of color on the ticket. There are so many incredible qualified uh, women, uh, but if you want to uh, heal this nation right now, my party, yes, uh, but our nation, this is sure a hell of a way to do it. Uh, as I said in George Floyd's memorial, and as I talked to the people across the country in the last few weeks, I came to this conclusion. I think it would be uh, taking what has already been a tragedy, but yet the moment the galvanizing forces across the country and taking in the unifying our country, but also doing it in a joyful way by uh, putting someone of color on the ticket. Um, you know who, who we already said that who we preferred. Put those. But we know who we gonna be. Can old, I? Old, old, old white lips on that beautiful brown face. <laughs> She got the strap on it too for all the NRA people out there. Who got the strap. We got you. We got everything over there. <laughs> Just bring Stacey on. Listen, oh, I would love for her to be the next president. I mean, after Biden. <laughs> oh, be so when he sweet. dies a few months out. She said she's she she going to run it anyway. She said that she's going to do it. So, yeah. yeah. I but mean, you, listen, being VP is a good first start. Listen, let me be controversial, too, so people can take some shots of me since it's just to, to bring a little uh, levity to it. Okay. And since y'all got rid of ancient Mima, you may as well break Stacey Abrams up there. I'm oh. <laughs> <laughs> ass, I'm ass. I'm joking. I'm a jerk. I just, <laughs> just can I say something serious after that beautiful joke right there? Yeah. <laughs> just watch it, just because I can say stuff like that. You be careful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to speak. Like, I feel like this is mainly a white person thing. Like, everyone, they always want to say, get the best person for the job, right? Mm -hmm. And I think of sports a lot because sports obviously translates. There is not going to be one person, usually, maybe sometimes, but there's not going to be one person that is just so obviously qualified to be the person versus others. There's always going to be a pool of about 10 people that are qualified to do the job. And really, you could take your pick of the 10, just depending on what other factors go into the job and think they could do it. Like this idea, like, oh, we got to be careful with Stacy. Is she the best for the job? It's just like, how many people, if they are given an opportunity, as long as they do have that underlying qualifications, like just having some basic, you know, political uh, establishment and doing some you know, and I'm, I guess I should keep it more with sports. Like if, let's say you're looking for a GM, you know, has he done some coaching or been a part of the coaching staff? Scouting. Has he done scouting? Right. Has he done team construction? Blah, blah, blah. If you know that a person has some experience there, then it's not like Bob is so much more qualified than Harry or something like that. It mm -hmm. just, they're different and you could choose whichever one you want and they can be good at the job. So I don't like when people are always like, Oh, why are they talking about a, a person of color for that VP. Shouldn't we get the best person for the job? There's not going to be some obvious white person that's the person for the job. You can go through a pool of about 10 people, and I'm sure Stacy's as qualified as basically anybody. Maybe she has a little bit less, but that doesn't mean she couldn't do the job. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. Let me say this. I do think some of these people are above some of the rest. I think, one, it wouldn't be bad if you weren't going for person of color and he said he was going to pick a woman anyway, that if he had chose Elizabeth Warren, because I think Elizabeth Warren 
is different enough from Joe Biden that it expands the amount of votes that can attract you from that ticket. I think it's just about everybody like Elizabeth Warren, too. Yeah, so I, I think Warren could help uh, with Harris. See, I don't know how Russia got on Harris so quickly. I, like, they divided the black yeah. community on her really fast. So that's why, to me, I put Stacey above her because you can't, and again, it's, I'm not saying that it's fair, but you can't attack her blackness, quote unquote. I'm not saying that that's how I feel. I'm just pointing out how, and again, I'm, I'm saying Russia it may, it may have been more factors than it's just that, but we know that definitely people were trying to make sure she got out the box uh, very quickly because at the beginning she was somebody that was kind of taken off or, or whatever. Uh, so I, I do put uh, Elizabeth Warren and uh, 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 Stacey Abrams above. And again, if he wasn't old, uh, and even though he's totally different, I would put Bernie up there. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you just gonna have a you have 140 years in the White House together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's like it's like two what's, what's the two grumpy men movie in the White right. House. Grumpy so old men. Yeah, right. grumpy so old men. Yeah. Again, because yeah. I, I, I'm looking at because I still what you're saying is correct, but I think what what you're always thinking about is how do I expand the base with that vice president? How does that vice president grab in something that I can't provide? So I, I do think some of them are a little bit higher than that because I don't see necessarily what uh, Amy Klobuchar was going to bring. From, from like, You weren't going to help the, the black vote. He, he thought it was going to bring that Midwest white vote. He, but the see, working yeah, class vote. Yes, yeah, but yeah. I mean, again, I don't know if that was the, the move, the move. Uh, with Bernie oh, yeah, Klobuchar. things changed. Mm-hmm. You know I, I, like, I mean, before, before George Floyd. I, didn't, right. I still, I mean, that, was, that one I was kind of like, see, now you're messing up. Yeah. Right. You know, you're yeah. messing up because you're not you're not getting that groundswell that you need of people of, of people feeling like you're taking that progressive next step yeah. because you knocked out the progressives. But you still got to grab grab those progressives yeah. that are falling off. And you can't do that. You couldn't to me have done that with a Biden Klobuchar ticket or rather it wouldn't have been as easy. Yeah. I, I, I think this is the perfect slam dunk for, for Biden's camp to pick a, a woman of color to be his uh, vice vice president running mate because. Uh, look at the, at the protests, especially from the Black Lives Movement these last few weeks. And if he does a, at least consider a woman of color his vice president, I, I guarantee you Black Lives Matter is going to is going to put pressure on him to select a candidate of a color. Because it, one thing that we can quote unquote guarantee that Trump won't be reelected in November, it, you listen, uh, he'll get pressure from the Black Lives Movement. I guarantee you he'll get votes from them. And it, you know, politics is a strange thing. Anything can happen, but it'll almost guarantee him his spot in in, in the White House. Mm. I don't, you know so what? I look I th- out for that. Yeah, I I think um, it's going to be some other names that are going to pop up. You have Val Demers from down there in Florida. You have Susan Rice name who popped up. Matter of fact, I remember I actually uh, posted something a while ago, and I think I put Stacy. I think I put Kamala. And uh, what's my man's down at CBS? Um, the sports anchor. Oh, the brother who's always clean. Oh, man. In Chicago? Yeah, he dressed real Ryan good. Ryan Baker? Ryan ba- No, not Ryan oh, Baker. He's on NBC, isn't he? Oh, man. I forgot. I don't know why I'm blanking my brother's name right now. But he actually mentioned a while ago Susan Rice. I'm going to find a name. I'm, I'm, I feel so bad. I, he was on the panel that I did down in, uh, at DePaul with Lawrence and all of them. Oh, my God. I don't know why I'm blanking right now. Um, but... Um, but no, but you have Susan Rice name's going to pop up. You have, uh, obviously, Stacey actually has uh, Kamala. I think it's going to be Kamala because I think right now she's pushing bills like 
the national uh, the national holiday of Juneteenth. Okay, oh, you got that. All right, whatever. Do you have the uh, police reform? She's really been pushing that. She's pushing the anti lynching bill. She's pushing that. So her name and face is out there more than Stacy. Although Stacy, you can see every once in a while, Senator Harris is everywhere. And I think this is still factual. You have to find somebody that white people are comfortable with. And I think with Senator Harris, I think they are. I don't know if they know Stacey enough, but they do know Senator Harris because it's on a national scale and she already ran for president. And, uh, but I think, it, I think it probably should come down to them too. I know some people have been thinking about uh, Senator uh, Warren up in Minnesota. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Massachusetts. Uh, I, thought per, I, still, I thought this was Brand, uh, Brandon Pope, a guy from the jam. He mentioned uh, this, but I thought if a senator leaves and, be, and, and like a senator leaves and goes to be the vice president, the governor gets to pick the pick the person. Brandon was telling me because it's such a, a, a big majority of Democrats in the state Senate that they can overrule it and they can put somebody in. So I still have to find that out. But I'm thinking uh, strategically, if you say, hey, I'm going to pick Elizabeth Warren as my VP, you, you're jeopardizing the Senate. But if you pick Senator Harris or, uh, or uh, Ms. Abrams, you're not jeopardizing anything when it comes to the Senate because Gavin Newsom obviously is going to replace a Democrat with a Democrat and Senator uh, Abrams is, she's not, I mean, she's working, but she's not in the government right now. So I think you got, I think Biden got to think about things like that too. But I think I would like to see Stacey. I think she would be a good fit. I think it's going to be Senator Harris. I think, I think he's, I think she's going to get the nomination or be selected VP. Ryan Baker is CBS too. Okay. okay, but let me, uh, oh man, let me find my brother's name. Does Terry or Graves' last name sound familiar? Do you? Terry, no, no. Oh man, I feel so Jeremiah right Terry now. or Stephen Graves? Nah, nah, he was doing uh, CBS. I thought he was on CBS. Or maybe he was on NBC. Who was on NBC? Ryan Baker's on CBS. <laughs> Ryan, no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, Siapa Lewis? Siapa Lewis, yes. Thank you, okay. uh, Sid. You gave me the wrong channel. I did. Wrong channel. I did give you the wrong channel. Siapa Lewis, yes. He was the first person that threw out Susan Rice's name. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. She's been everywhere. Shit, she came out saying, like, uh, Donald Trump's whole administration is racist. And I'm going to tell you why. Like, damn, you coming for the, coming for the throat. Although and, that's, that's the, and that's why some people ain't going to be comfortable with her. Yeah, yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, like, they not... I'm telling you, even she with, gives no fucks. But she, she gives no fucks. Listen, you need that 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 gentle southern vibe with this. I'm telling you, you bring. I Stacey think Cam's right. I, I would love to have Stacey. She's gonna, they're gonna be like, a, remember when I told y'all um, uh, Farmio when I was coming down the elevator yeah, with Farmio yeah. and, and he his, talked uh, about his mammy. His mammy. He said he had his mammy. They're gonna be like mammy, right? And she's gonna be comforted. She's gonna be stern but comforted. <laughs> Until she start talking, they'd be like, oh no. What? But still, I, I, like I say, I think the fact that she toasts the pistol, they're gonna like it. So they're gonna so, think. They don't, she doesn't want her guns, all right? So, how, but how about good? this? How about this? What if Senator Harris, after Joe Biden, let's say Joe Biden sets it up, he only do one year, and Senator Harris runs, she wins. Then she grabs Stacey Abrams, and then she her, her VP. You ain't getting that in there, bro. Yeah. Why not? Slow Why not? Is Joe a double block ticket? Yes! And, wait, wait, this is a problem. They didn't, and again, Hillary is a lot more stuff to do with just- Don't shut Hillary. down my dream! I'm sorry. <laughs> but we know how, listen, some people, and this goes with women, don't like women, unfortunately. Which yeah, is I don't know what's up with weird. That. 
All right, so it'd be like, oh, what the ticket? They're gonna be pushing the bomb on just outskirts. <laughs> that's not how we feel, but these are the lies that people would say because they times have changed, Ken. Man, listen, dude, I heard, I heard the times change. Dude, for Hillary, dude, listen, I heard that a lot, dude. Oh yeah, but they just didn't like Hillary though. These, these people mm-hmm. are so sexist, and that's oh the yeah, big time sexist. It is ridiculous. I've never had a problem working for a woman. I, when I hear people like, I ain't working in a woman. To me, I'm like, most of my, my best managers were women, right? Yeah, so it's like, what the hell is so. People feel a certain kind of a double A. And listen, I'm not saying it shouldn't happen. I'm just saying, unfortunately, I'd be like, even if we said a double black dude, said, you'd be like, yeah, get out of here. Oh, right. no, America is changing. <laughs> White folks out there marching in Juneteenth parades. A new day is here. Uh, but this is from an old topic that we had on here. And even though we're celebrating black togetherness, um, I feel like I can't celebrate black togetherness if we don't rep our sisters. So let me know if I'm wrong in this one, because that's right, how I kind of told myself it's okay to do this topic today. Uh, T.I.'s daughter is ready to speak out. In a recent episode of T.I. and Tiny Friends and Family Hustle, Deja Harris opened up about her famous father's controversial comment about her hymen impacting her. She also discussed uh, where their relationship stands. Things are completely uncomfortable for me right now, Deja said during a confessional interview. We're all together in the house, so I have to see my dad and be around him. And uh, we're in a foreign country, so it's not like I can leave and get away. While, while on their vacation, the 18-year-old explained that she found out about her father's backlash after being tagged in a social media post. I'm scrolling on Twitter, and I see that I've been tagged in the post. The only words that I saw was gynecologist. And I didn't even need to read the whole thing title because I knew that my heart sank. The 18-year-old expressed that she was very shocked, hurt, and angry, and embarrassed by her father's comments. I'm embarrassed, definitely, Deja confessed to her cousins on their uh, family vacation. I'm trying to push it back in my mind, so I'm not uh, really thinking about it. But I've been uh, doing this since I was a child. That stuff with him has definitely been uh, going on since probably 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. I do think my dad treats uh, me differently than uh, the boys when it comes to the subject of sex and supervision. I'm not really going to be able to get through to him and connect on how I need uh, need to. I just uh, really don't care to be around him right now. Our relationship, I'm going to look at it different. Mm. Yeah, man, it's one thing about having a daughter. Um I just don't want to. I want to have this understanding between between us. You don't embarrass the family. <laughs> we don't embarrass you. He's like we are a family. You know what I'm saying? We move together as a unit. I'm not going to say anything that's going to bring shame upon you, and you don't do anything to bring shame upon yourself and the family, whatever like that. I mean, we haven't got that deep of a conversation, but I'm sure it's probably going to happen. I can only imagine, man, what she probably went through when all that came out. And yes, it is true. That men, I don't have a son, not going to have a son, but I can only imagine it it is true, just going through friends and family, that fathers do treat their daughters completely different than their sons. They let their sons be a little bit more liberal uh, with with growing up and their their daughters. They they hold them very close and try to make sure that, you know, big papa bear kind of a thing, but that could be the, the detriment, the detriment of their relationship. I can only imagine what the hell she went through, how she feels. I, well, this, that happened, what, two years ago, that comment? That was like a year ago. That yeah, was, that was like, like six time. months ago. It no, it wasn't that close year, ago. Last year, this oh. time. Oh, it was okay. last we year? Were, last year? We were yeah. doing the flip. Remember, we were like it, doing it in your basement. We yeah, were I don't together. feel like it was a whole like year. I don't feel like it was a whole year ago. Though. It might have been. It, it seemed like it had been a while ago. But it's about, yeah, like it's about, about a year. About a year ago? Like this happened in the fall. I feel like this happened Ooh, in the fall. I mean, whenever oh, it happened. talked about in the summer. Whenever it happened, I'm sure they probably, I'm sure as she said, their relationship took a turn. Because she was like 18 at the point. Now, she's she a grown-ass woman. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If that's the case, then she either either she's nineteen or she's about to be twenty. But you know, saying she's close to be like legal, legal, like twenty one years old. 
that's a lot to try to get over, man. Especially nowadays with social media and people yeah. being able to tag you. This is not something internally that he told his friends right. and it got wind in the family. And it's like, how you say that to your friends? This shit was everywhere. And then he didn't really even back down on it. He kind of like stood stupidly. What kind of forever? My, my, I got to check my daughter's hymen. He was like, what the fuck? You know, so it's everywhere. So I can, man, I feel bad for that. All you got to do is Google T.I. and hymen. And she's going to see herself a million times in a million artists. Wait a minute. Uh, didn't somebody, since a city kind of like try to pass a law based on his comments? Basically saying like, a parent of a certain age can't ask a gynecologist about his daughter or something like that. I think somebody tried to pull. Somebody uh, tried to- listen, listen, wait. This is from The Guardian. Outrage at the U.S. rapper T.I. says his daughter's hymen's check. This, this article came out November the 7th. Of 19? Yes. I Damn. told y'all this was, the, this was not that long. This it's was like, this a long time ago. ago. It was not that long ago, y'all. So like, basically like six months ago. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, but you know what? That lets you know. That lets you know how much shit is going on in the world. Right. <laughs> right. Makes it seem like I said two years so, ago. <laughs> oh, it was not, dude. This was a. This is a. This. This was not that long ago when this, wow. this happened. Wow. Wow. Like, not that well, long. Well, hopefully, ago. hopefully they they they, they have. Hopefully, women. a relationship. I mean, uh, yeah. listen. Well, hopefully, what she can, said at the end there, or what you said, Ken, like mm-hmm. how she feels she can't get what she needs out of her relationship with her father. That was the worst part here and everything mm-hmm. you said, like that's yeah. a, that's as a, a anybody that is an aspiring parent or is a parent, I'm sure their number one goal is I want to always just be there for you for whatever problem or whatever comes up in right. life. Yeah, and for her to she, just be like, oh. well, sex is completely off the table with my dad. I can't talk about mm-hmm. anything that has to deal with a woman's body or sex. So I guess I'll just, internalize that or talk to my mom because that's all my options. Yeah, when there's no trust and there's no honesty and or, your relationship is doomed to failure. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. You're right see it. Or talk to that young man who may not have our best interests uh, at heart. Maybe some friends that are a little pushing, naive too. Right, mm-hmm. right. And you're pushing your child away uh, because you're making it super awkward. I would hope that he can come to her and be honest with whatever happened in his life to make him like that. Maybe there was some some stuff that happened when he was growing up that made him some like that and be perhaps be vulnerable. Oh, he was taught that. Yeah, true. But also be vulnerable to say that, you know, how it was taught wasn't necessarily right. Because I don't think, I don't think like, like I told you before, Tia's father like had him when he was like 50. Yeah, I didn't even know that. But so that's probably, that's kind of some parts of why he talks like that. But I would think uh, has maybe it leads to it. But the thing is to say, I don't think his father or anybody was getting their daughter's hymen checked like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm still saying that there may have been a culture that leads you to act in that way. I know with me, um, definitely. I mean, I would be lying if I said that um, it's not different in a way with Kenton and Kelsey, but I don't really want it to be like that. Like, I really, I mean, she's going to have a great relationship with her mom, but I really want her to feel like she can come and talk to me about sex um you know yes i mean i don't say i want my daughter like to be in high school having sex or anything like that yeah um but, no, but you get, st- we gotta have that relationship with our daughter yeah, if it starts to get to that point uh you need to definitely talk to me you need to be able to talk to me and i know that you may not want to i'm your pop even with but even with kinsey i'm not one of those dudes and one of the things she said was like you know her father jokes about uh to the boys about having baby mamas and she's like he would never play with me about something like that right mm-hmm. basically being someone's baby mama Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm, I wouldn't joke with Kenton about something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like my younger brother, and I was trying to uh, sit there and trying to explain our relationship because I had to raise my younger brother. And uh, we never could have the relationship. I'd be like, man, go out there and get them girls, boy. You Listen, you need to be out there. 
mm-hmm. because I had to be a, a older figure in his life. Like, so my older brother was probably more like that or my, one of my cousins with him, but I couldn't, we couldn't have that relationship because I had to be the, the person that had to be the father figure to a certain degree. And he, when I got him, I was trying to get him straight. Uh, so I couldn't play, like we played, I don't mean to put it like that, but I would also look at it as my relationship with my son. And I mean, also I try to be better from mistakes uh, raising my little brother growing up because I was a kid. I'm only nine years older than him, right? Um, so, you know, I'm growing up or whatever. And I try to take those lessons from that and apply it to Kenton and our relationship. And one thing I've learned because Kenton and him are kind of, they're, they're, they're in my heart in the, on this, in the same path. They're, they're like either my little brothers or my sons, you could say in a way. And um, so it's like, at least I still got him. Uh, but uh, like our relationship, definitely, I want my kids to be able to talk to me. I don't want them to be afraid. Listen, I mean, it, it may not be an age that I want. I would probably like it to be closer to 18 years old or 18, 18. My, my little girl want to go get on a pill, babe. And let's just say the afternoon, or please let afternoon be afternoon. Like, yeah, I'm going to take my little daughter to, get to the hospital to get, get on the pill. I mean, 18, she wouldn't need me or whatever. Right. But um, I mean, my, her well-being is my job. Like, that's the thing. And, and not just the way that I physically. want it to be. Yeah, not just, right. Mentally and physically. physically it's not, yeah. not, it's, and that doesn't mean it's always the way that I want it. I mean, I, of course, preference. I want my son to be, I'm a heterosexual male. I, I prefer my son to be a heterosexual male. If he, if he decided he wasn't, or if, if he's, that's being ignorant to say that. But if he's not that, I wouldn't disown him. Right. right. That's still that's my boy. It's your right? son. Mm-hmm. It's my son. Like, that's, that's, so my job is to love them, give them, common sense, try to uh, put them on uh, the path and provide and help them to go the way that they need to go and then let them go. If they stumble, help them get back up. Um, just that's my role. That's what my role is supposed to be. You know, I'm not supposed to, you're not supposed to, not to say sometimes you, you don't, you, you're not hard on your kids, but you're not really supposed to do things that mentally hurt them. And they tell you this in a way and you still like, forget it. Now I understand to a certain degree, if it's something that it's like, no, this is bad for you. And again, I mean, she's 17, 18 years old. I mean, Tip was fucking back then. You was fucking somebody's daughter. All right. We like, we're like, yeah. okay, like, you was somebody's daughter. Because he had right? a kid when he was a teenager, right? Like, he's 19 think. to 20 or something. He was Probably. pretty young when he has a kid. I think so. Uh, this is a good one, Ryan. Uh, director Zack Snyder on Thursday debuted a sneak peek of the mythical Snyder oh, cut. He unreleased the version that. of 2017 superhero, superhero film Justice League. The new footage which runs at 34 seconds, uh, puts a spotlight on, Gal, uh, on Wonder Woman, on Gal Gadot. So I, if I said it wrong. Godot. Godot. Godot, thank you. Gail Godot. Uh, Wonder Woman, as she comes across an artifact in the cave, a dwelling uh, before the clip cuts, the villainous dark side, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Luther's ominous uh, narrates, the, the bell's already been rung, and they've heard it out in the dark among the stars, ding dong, the god is dead. Uh, that was a pretty dope cut, too. Uh, the Snyder Cut and extension. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, so I, well, I watched it for this. The Snyder Cut and extension of the version of Justice League will debut, debut on HBO Max next year. Uh, months before the original film was completed, Snyder stepped down as a director following the family tragedy. Josh uh, Whedon, uh, whose uh, credits include Avengers, was brought in to complete the movie after Justice League uh, was panned by fans for inconsistent tone. Comic book uh, enthusiasts rallied for years using the hashtag release the Zack Snyder Cut, the Snyder Cut Snyder on cut. social media. Uh, to push the release of Snyder's uh, original version, which is reportedly a much darker take on material. Wait, so let me just give you the setup. So uh, she's in the cave, and she sees this cave dwell writing, and it's, I mean, you know, etching, 
It's almost like a cave painting kind of. Yeah, of dark side. Like right? a, high, like it's a with high, chalk. higher. Like, it looked like it was like with colored chalk, though, right? Mm-hmm. But it, and you you know from being a fan, you like, oh, that's mm-hmm. dark side. That's an old dark side image, or or maybe it's apocalypse. No, I'm just joking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like this. And then when 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 Eisenberg is saying what I just read to you about Ding Dong, God is dead. It goes. What's that planet Dark Side's on? Oh, I can't uh, remember the name of the planet. Where the fire and all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it goes to that planet, and you see the ships and dark and the, the, the little bat creatures and Dark Side standing in the middle, big as hell, and the, the camera's getting closer to him. It doesn't go all the way to him, but it's like, oh, listen. If it would have had that in the movie, it'd be like, oh, oh wait, the is whole, it, uh, it's the, Apocalypse, right? No, no, it's Dark. No, oh, dark- is that the name of the planet? Yeah, A P O K O L I P S. Oh yeah, okay. I think that is it. Okay, but I'm in uh, Marvel's Apocalypse when I said that. Yeah. The planet that is ruled movie. by Darkseid. Darkseid. Okay. Uh, well, I have HBO Max. Can you should have it too because you have HBO, right? You you automatically get HBO Max if you have HBO. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really? download it. Mm-hmm, yeah, I thought it was different. No, I thought you I had to pay for that. Mm-mm. Yeah, so did I. Whoa! So you're telling me that I got a uh, what's 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 coming out on there? Uh, I have it on my, I have it on my phone. What's coming out on there though? It's, isn't a cartoon that's coming out on there? Looney Tunes? Uh, no, nah, hell no. I don't, I don't do that shit. Um, yeah, don't you diss fuck on Leghorn now? Whatever. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm grown. Um, I what still was that? love it. What, what, isn't it one of these Me comic too. book? Isn't one of these comic book uh, things? Oh, coming? we said uh, we said a few on a flip. Yeah. One of them was the gr- the the Green Lantern. The, no, the well, I think Green Lantern is one of them, but was the uh, Justice League for the Underworld. Yeah. Oh, just to start. Just to start. So I didn't think I was gonna be able to watch the, those. No, uh, no. I think as long as you can log in, I think I think the thing. I think what it was is if you already paying for HBO, I uh-huh. think you get it. Okay. So my people pay for it, so I got it. Okay. So yeah, I already checked it out. But um, but no, the, the Snyder Cut is going to be its own movie because they actually came out and said they need like an extra fifty million dollars of to film it, I think they might have to get some of the actors to come back and do some stuff. So this is going to be a completely different movie. So the Thank first goodness. one, yeah, the first one, that, that, that Justice League was not good at all. Trash. It, 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 it was not is, good. Is Superman still going to have the airbrush uh, no stash? I don't know. <laughs> I think they probably had to do some of that stuff. I was but, watching, I was like, but, but you know what? Henry Cavill. Didn't he have to keep that for Mission Impossible? Uh, yeah, Mission Impossible. So Mission that's Impossible. bigger than Justice League? <laughs> Basically. It could have glued something to his face. But no, but you know what? They, he basically did. cannot lose the Mission Impossible stash. Are you nuts? <laughs> he, <laughs> I don't he give a it. damn about no League of Justice. <laughs> <laughs> the League, of, not Justice League, the League of Justice. Um, listen, but he did a deal with Warner Brothers, so he's coming back to do some more films, possibly. So, I mean, I guess he can come back. And film. I'm, I'm, I thought this was going to be. I thought it was a myth. I thought the Snyder Cut wasn't real. So, hey, I'm happy for this. I gotta watch this clip. That's the end. That's the end. That's the end. Take us out.